0: Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch-up with our China offices. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we're getting the latest from our Shanghai rep. Owen Hockey is the chief representative for USCBC in Shanghai. Owen, thanks for making a bit of time for us.
1: Hey, Ian. Hello from Huzhou in the Zhejiang province, not far from Shanghai.
0: All right, so another media hit from on the road. Glad you could make a little time for us, though. Uh, What's the latest between the U.S. and China? What's what's the latest on negotiations there?
1: So I believe negotiations are still on track between the U.S. and China, according to what we've been hearing from both sides in the U.S. and here in China. We've heard there's been progress toward a phase one deal that could be signed by the presidents in in mid-November on the sidelines of the Asia Pacific Economic Conference in, in Chile. We've heard that talks are continuing at the deputy level via phone about what the deal may look like. Uh, we've received a number of questions from members about what may be uh, included in this deal. Um, and, uh, you know, heard things that could potentially include language on intellectual property, market access, agricultural purchases. We've also received a number of questions from folks on the ground here in China. If it would include anything on currency issues. Um, this may be important to follow uh, for those that are sourcing in China or that are also selling uh, here in China and importing uh, products from the US, and it seems that that may be something that's under discussion. Uh, still a lot of uncertainty about what will be finalized if there is some kind of deal. I recommend anyone listening to this podcast uh, take a look at our Washington update uh, which should be on our website and available to U.S.-China Business Council members for the latest on that.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll link that Washington update in the show notes so people can find it nice and easy. Um, you're also following the impact of tariffs out there pretty closely. So what's new on that front?
1: Yeah, we do follow tariffs very closely and what the impact is. And uh, didn't mention this before, but if there is a deal in November, um, expect something to happen in terms of tariffs on the U.S. side. I think the White House economic advisor mentioned that the U.S. could possibly call off or delay the December 15th tariff hike, Um, but that would uh, be up to uh, President Trump. The companies that have expressed interest in tariffs also are still looking at tariff exclusions. And uh, from October 31st to January 21st, uh, we've heard from the U.S. Trade Representative, that'll be the period where they'll accept applications for tariff exclusions on uh, imports from China to the US on um, the additional 15% tariff that went into effect on September 1. Uh, so that's something to keep note of. Uh, some companies have been able to get exclusions in the past uh, for a variety of different products. I think this is important, especially if your company's selling uh, the products of value uh, from China to the US, or if you have suppliers supplying you from China to the US, um, something to look at. Uh, we uh, have done a lot of work on this. Uh, feel free to contact us in our U.S. office. Also out here, if you have questions about that and what that process might look like. I think there's supposed to be additional details coming out from the U.S. trade representative sometime this week, if they haven't already. Uh, something to look out for.
0: All right. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, switching gears yet again, we've been hearing a lot about the fourth plenary session, the fourth plenum. Uh, we've got any details out of that meeting?
1: Yeah, this is the Central Politburo meeting that's uh, actually taking place starting today until October 31st. It's important, uh, since this is Central Politburo meeting, uh, decision makers for party as well, uh, and they haven't convened in a formal plenum, I believe, since it was since February 2018 when the third plenum was held. These meetings are important because they lay out top level uh, direction on governance, and uh, according to some uh, public analysis that we've seen. If you look at the past 25 years, such meetings have focused on on party governance. Uh, then, over the past years, focused on uh, rule of law. Over the past five years or so, uh, it seems uh, this year also very much focused on on governance overall. Uh, this can be of interest for companies that are looking for a more high level overview of the direction of China's leadership and and what they're taking for the country. Uh, and yeah, this year it seems more focused on economic stability. Uh, also, it uh, seems there's a major kind of party building aspect to it as well.
0: All right. So less details, more overview. That's okay. Um, Craig Allen, the, the president of USABC, was also recently been traveling around China after the board trip, right? So uh, are there any highlights from that?
1: Yeah. So following the, the board trip that we had out here, we had a number of good provincial government engagement opportunities uh, when Craig was uh, in China. Uh you may have seen this on our website. I don't know if I've mentioned it before in the podcast, but we survey our, uh, the China teams of U.S. companies about which provinces are a priority for them to engage with. This could be because they have business there. Um, they have business potential investments in these provinces, um, or other interests. And, um, this year, Guangdong and, and Shandong provinces Uh, We're of top interest to our member companies, and it was great having Craig out here because we're able to engage with uh, senior leadership, provincial government leadership from both of those provinces and also bring member companies to have conversations with those provincial leaders. I think at the provincial level, there is still strong support for U.S. company investment uh, in terms of. Um, uh, support that they may have uh, for new investments or supporting existing investments now seems to still be a good opportunity to engage with provincial governments. Uh, so something to keep in mind for companies if they do have uh, projects that would come over under provincial government uh, uh, authority. Uh, I think you know, Guangdong province specifically has been one that's been of top interest to our member companies uh, given they have uh, central government support on um, this kind of economic development for this greater Bay Area, which also includes Guangdong, uh, Hong Kong, and Macau. So in terms of infrastructure projects, other industry development projects, um, a lot of support uh, for that region. It's a huge contributor to China's economy in that region. Uh, So we're always happy to be down there and also support our member companies in the region.
0: All right, Owen, as always, thanks for taking a bit of time keeping us up to date while you're on the road.
1: Thanks Ian, Good, good speaking with you this week.
0: I will note also, if you're at a member company and having any difficulties with your login information on the website, just go ahead and drop me a line and I can get you all squared away. Uh, I'll put my email in the show notes as well. If you have any questions, just feel free to reach out. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. It helps others find it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.